go, here we go. Run CMB is back once again. You fellas, your boys, we here. And I got my boys with me. C, Chris Thomas. What's up, world? And M, Manubel. How we doing, y'all? Yes, yes. And your boy B, Brandon Diets. Before we get too far into the pod, I always have to make sure I remind everyone to check out the playlist, the soundtrack, Run CMB podcast playlist on Spotify. Last week's update was ungodly. It was out of, out of this world. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, CMB underscore run. And of course, on Facebook and Instagram, run CMB podcast. The goal for 2021 is to be your number one podcast. Well, we're so, going to keep putting it out there until it happens. Oh, yeah. Speak truth. For yeah. real. Which we did quite well in 2020. So right. we just. That was a rookie season. That was a, damn, that was a <laughs> damn good rookie season. Like, I'm trying to find right. an analogy. Agreed. But, um, uh, nothing's coming to mind to to really speak to to what we did last year. So this will no sophomore slump here. Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. Very, I mean, very job Morantish came out okay. came out strong, banging on cats. <laughs> okay. okay. First thought that came to mind for me was Allen Iverson crossing <laughs> well, up MJ. Like that 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 was the equivalent of our year last year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before he had the braids, we still had a little raggedy growing fro. And that was us. Right. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wasn't full AI yet. He wasn't yeah. the answer just yet. Yeah. I mean, after that crossover, they pretty much they had to yeah, they had yeah, to bless yeah. him with something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, but we definitely I mean, I like I like that analogy. Yeah, I, I was gonna go Drake line when your idols become your rivals, <laughs> but I couldn't really think who our rival was or our idol was, <laughs> so I kind of left that. But he does have that one track. It's like you fill in the blanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you should have went with it because you referencing Drake would have been like <laughs> full circle. But yeah, this exactly. is but this is like this is New barred New up Drake. Movie. Is that is that your resolution to show Drake more love this year? <laughs> if if Drake if if Drake produces an album worthy of love, I will spend sixty minutes bowing at the feet of the, of of the throne if he puts something like that together. Okay, okay, it's a challenge. I remember uh, this. Yeah, you know we're recording this, right? We could always I see the light. I see the light. <laughs> but he does have that 06 rookie of the year, Chris Paul shit that that bar. So maybe maybe that's the one that's we'll, that's we'll reference for for this. Okay, right, I like that. that <laughs> Speaking of Drake, let's let's jump to his favorite his favorite uh, DJ. Funkmaster Flex, <laughs> they got a nice little beef going on. But oh, uh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, so, actually, no. Actually, now that you mention it, I do recall coming across something like that, but I don't know all the details. Uh, I, I mean, I, Funkmaster Flex was the first one who really started questioning Drake ghostwriting. Oh, really? And he had he had heard rumors. And then it wasn't long after that, Meek kind of blew the doors open. Exposed him. Yeah. All right. So that's why a nice transition into Flex's uh, top 50 living MCs. He has an asterisk next to Drake. It's questionable. <laughs> I didn't see that. Questionable. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think he did that to Ye, too. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. Those are the only two people he's not. He did it to. Fucked up. It was like honorable mention just to diss you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so Funk Messer Flex puts out a top fifty living MCs list, 
in his in his uh, criteria because we always ask criteria, right? Is oh, skill level, so the bars, the body of work, and their impact. So I feel like that's a fair fair criteria. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just just to give us his his top ten real quick. He's got, and I'll go one through ten. Jay Z, Andre three thousand, Nas, Rakim, Drake with the asterisk, J Cole, Kendrick, Pusha, Jada Kiss, and Thought. Now I know you guys have seen the list. I know you guys have some thoughts about even just the whole fifty, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's? I mean, what's the first thing that came to your guys' mind when you when you uh, glance at this? Asterisk that that always jumps at me. I'm like, why is the asterisk so high up? <laughs> that's a that's a mighty high spot for someone that's got the asterisk next to him. <laughs> well, I have I actually heard him say in a in a second interview fairly recently that he felt that Drake would be the biggest star in hip hop if it wasn't for his questionable pen. Like he said, he thought he'd be bigger than Jay-Z. Yeah. That's what I heard too. That That's what I was listening to slash reading or whatever. When I was like, okay, yeah, I remember now that yeah, yeah Funk apparently does have a beef. That's what he was saying. Um, I don't know. My, my initial thought was, and it was, I thought it initially without really knowing exactly what what his aim was, but I was like, man, some of these cats ain't rapped in a minute. Like, I don't know how Andre and Rakim were still up there. They ain't rapped in a minute. So, but that wasn't really his aim. So I kind of stepped back off of that. But, um, and then I was like, all right, body of work. Like, these are all minus, you know, Jay, but relatively newer artists. And I'm like, uh, does Pusher really have the catalog to be up there? I know he has the bars. I know he has the impact. Does he have the body of work? But then I was like, all right, there's clips and everything. So I was like, all mm-hmm. right, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that top ten, I don't really have too much beef with. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what jumped out at all of us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Young thug, thugger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you put him on any lyricist list. Living MCs, I mean, yeah. MC. He said MC. Move the crowd. I mean, I've never been to a Young Thug show, so I don't know what his <laughs> his mic game looked like. But I have, a, I have an opinion. I have an idea. I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, like, even just going through the criteria, like bars. Yeah. Nope. Uh, we're not even having that discussion. We're not negative, doing that. Negative three. Yeah. <laughs> um, body of work. I don't know. I don't follow Young Thugs. So I don't know how many projects he's put out. The, do you guys? It's like mixtape, mixtape, mixtape. I don't know if he has really. <laughs> I think the one studio project he has is Barter Six, and that had some controversy because Little Wayne hadn't. <laughs> I don't think he ran it by Little Wayne. It was supposed to be like an homage of you know carter and so i think little wayne was working on carter four <laughs> and this fool just said yeah i'm gonna do barter six like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> then impact yeah and again i don't really follow young thug so i really don't know if i could speak to his impact on the game is he the first mumble i don't think he's even the first mumble though <laughs> That was my first thought too. It can't even be the first mumble. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think he's the pioneer of mumbles. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the pioneer of mumble? Damn, that's a good. Uh, I I don't know if I want to dig into that. (laughs) If you find out, you let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Slippery slope. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I don't want to rag on Doug all the whole time. I mean, if you can understand what he says, he says some okay stuff, but. It's the understanding <laughs> what he says, you know. And Matt's put it on that cape early. That's yeah, no. gonna need it. Well, you know, it's weird too. Uh, yeah. well, here, let me jump back on the upset pulpit. I was like, where's game at on this? Yeah, you, on you mentioned that in the uh, I mean, the game has like a decade of I mean pretty intense projects, like yeah. intense studio projects. <laughs> Polished, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean if you're yeah. talking bars yeah, he, he's young thug. 
Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Especially if you're talking bars, game has that. If you're talking body of work, game definitely has that. Impact, I mean, I, I don't really know what he's going for with the impact. Uh, but you would think game has has an impact on the game. I mean, he's worked with enough people. I mean, especially because not only the young thug, but I'm looking at this. He has Mace on here. He has Mace at 19, like top yeah. 20. Like, if we talked about this in a thread. We need to do a, a bad boy episode. Like Harlem World was pretty dope. Like it's is out. Classic is a strong word, but I mean, I think it's up there. But I would not put him as like. 19 in terms of I wouldn't put him over the camera on. Yeah. Nah. Like, I mean, hell nah. <laughs> I'm seeing if the, he was still rapping, I don't think yeah. I'd put him over camera. I'm seeing the justification. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood was like his one album. I know he had another one, but uh, he's probably had a couple, but the second one wasn't that great. Like, I mean, he's got him over DMX. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's wild. <laughs> He's, he's got him over fabulous. I mean, Slippy. he's got him over red. Like I don't know how I don't know I don't know how Mace gets into a top fifty. To be honest, like I love Mace, but top fifty, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. You know, there's no. Is, I don't see Royce on here, right? Is he on here? Uh, I don't. I don't see no. Him. No slaughterhouses. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And and part of me, I'm I'm hesitant. I mean, Funk Flex is a legend. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to speak too ill of Funk Flex, but dude, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah, because I remember Royce was on his show just tearing it up, man, for a minute. Like him and Black Thought both like had moments on Funk Flex that was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's not a lot of West Coast representation on here, period. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like, like she said, like, I mean, but that's why, to me, that's why I thought this list was interesting because Flex is, I mean, Flex a legend in the game himself. Like, like, like I said, like when Flex talks, we got to listen. So when he puts out a list like this, I mean, he's been in the room with probably every person on this list and some, and and the people we say who aren't on this list who should be on this list. So to not, I mean, lists are interesting. I mean, we're... Well, I mean, it's it's about that time we <laughs> CMB is about to get into that list mode. No <laughs> doubt. Uh, out of curiosity, B, um, and, and this is a little foreshadowing, but uh, are there any Houston rappers on that list? I mean, Scarface should be on here. Come on. Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm just <laughs> <No>. curious. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. My flip flops. <laughs> yeah, you you you're on the island this time. <laughs> I, I don't know if Matt's been on the island yet, but I haven't, and I'm ready. <laughs> Got my passport ready for some stamps. <laughs> Looking forward to the pina coladas. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anybody from from Texas. It's not surprising. Not surprising at all. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I guess since we, since we fire in the shots, then let's <laughs> let's let's get to it. I mean, oh. I'm today. <laughs> today's <laughs> today's episode is about that third coast, the down south Texas hip hop. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little. I don't know if nervous is the word. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> this is this is gonna be an interesting episode. And what I, I would like to clarify, because you said the third coast, which at, at least for me encompasses all of the South. I mean, from Texas right. to Mississippi right. to yeah. Georgia. So I don't want you know Atlanta, <laughs> which I got mad love for. I don't that's want true. that's true. That's true. I don't want Memphis to have no beef with me. This is strictly <laughs> talking about Texas. Yeah, you're right. Texas. you're right. Thing, right. I appreciate the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> it is different. I mean, it is. We all both all of us agree that it's different. It's his own thing. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Took the world by storm. Who what? Who did? <laughs> Texas. Texas rap. <laughs> and a few okay. different times. A few different times it took the world by storm. But 
We'll get Please it. elaborate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, so like, let's just let's talk about go. Ghetto Boys and Scarface and the impact yeah. he had. Okay. okay, okay. I mean that that flipped the world upside down. Really, I mean, to hear someone as passionate as Scarface, I think. So I guess I'll just kick it off with just the the love piece. Let you guys just rip in. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, for like to hear a sound that was so different than New York mainstream um something that was that dominant and then to be able to flip that and be like well this sound is something special too it's a different sound um i still say and i I think that's why jay-z always you know goes to the scarface well on a lot of his projects i just don't know anyone that raps the way scarface does in terms of showing all out humanity whether it be you know this dude's hustler tales um horrible tales of someone dying in front of him you know thinking about his kids and his family or just being at strip club or doing some scandalous stuff you know it's just it's a real human (laughs) and i don't think there's not many people in the rap game that sound as real as a scarface and so i think when he came out in 91 and gave this genre a little bit of more legitimacy i say in terms of maybe more relatability just because of how it is his stories that he told it was like you know there was no gimmick behind it there was no like slick talk it was just like damn this dude's just telling me a story about his life and it's captivating yeah so i'm gonna go i'm gonna kick it with that By no means would I, I hate on the Ghetto Boys of Scarface, so I definitely will give props there because I mean I remember listening to them, you know, coming up and you know, my mind's playing tricks on me. And I remember two Scarface, and now that I think back on it, one of the first solo Scarface songs I remember hearing was um, "I've Never Seen a Man Cry." Mm. And as I'm li- thinking back, I'm like, that is a dark ass song. What what did I vibe with that? How did I vibe with that as a kid? Right, <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you remember <laughs> Walkman? Okay, going into Walkman, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? <Little> cassette. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I was just like, man, that's all gets dark. Like, how the how the hell was I listening to that, Mom? Where were you at? Somebody <laughs> parental intervention. <laughs> like, come get your kid. The streets got him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been a little too early for that. Yeah. <laughs> but when you hear it now, do you hear it and you have an appreciation for like, wow, that's a crazy no. ass tale? No, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say is this: is we we've talked about you know hip hop and everything and like how it kind of came about and it was meant to be the voice of the streets, like the voice of your struggle, and what somebody went through in Houston was different than what somebody went through in New York and what different than somebody went through in Cali. And that's part of the reason why the music sounds so different. Mm. I just, I don't have that connection with whatever the struggle was in Houston that resulted in the music. I just don't catch on to it. Um, I'll get you on the storytelling piece, but, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm trashing Scarface. That would be foolish, but, um, because I mean, he's obviously had a huge impact on the game. I just don't seek out heavy Texas influence music, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> B, what you got? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I agree. So, I will, you know, take a step back and say, to News Point, you know, when it was very much East Coast, West Coast, and then Scarface and Ghetto Boys kind of really put uh, first Ghetto Boys and then Scarface really put Texas on the map, right? Um, and so uh, in, in that sense, I do think that it really flipped in, into your point about the storytelling. It really did flip the industry upside down. But... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, I mean, I like Scarface. So, you know, there's there's a few in there that, and we can talk about it in a second. There's a few in there where you're like, okay, I can get with this. I can get with this. But the sound as a whole, I guess, is is more where I'm coming from that I just, 
again, I don't seek out that like the chopped and screwed. Oh, uh, <laughs> not, I can't get behind. Don't, I tried. don't do I, it. Don't do it. I know, man. I'm telling you, I'm, like I said, I'm a little hesitant. Yeah, I mean, you should be. You should be. <laughs> I mean, you know, people are going to get upset. But uh, I mean, I just, I, I can't. I, I mean, I get. I get. I don't want to go all in. I know. I get you're not looking for it sometimes, or it's not in your everyday rotation. But to not, I mean, let's just say, like, you can appreciate that being its own sound. I, <laughs> so you can finally <laughs> you can at least no, say no, that. I appreciate. I appreciate it, it being its own sound. I appreciate that they can reach for something different and create their own lane in the industry. I totally appreciate that. I do not like that sound. I mean, I can appreciate it just like I can appreciate, you know, any musician, Yo-Yo Ma, right? Okay, okay. okay. That's better. That's at least something. You know, you you appreciate people who can do stuff at an elite level. OG Ron C., Michael Watts, five thousand, <laughs> the legendary DJ Screw. Man, I mean, I got I got a side <laughs> with would be here. I'm not a fan of chopped and screw. Um, I mean, I don't. I, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend I, yeah. I go out for the tapes either. But okay. there is a time and place when it's like, okay, I could hear, I could vibe with that. I got uh, have you not zero found time place. or no place. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good I'm rocking not. chair music. Rocking chair, hot day, rocking chair. <laughs> You got the background going. You just sitting I mean, yeah, there watching. That, that sounds like a Texas vibe. Yeah. A hot day in a rocking chair. I'm, I'm pretty sure every music video <laughs> starts with with that yeah. that little yeah. montage. <laughs> if if, if they're from the South, not necessarily Texas, but the Southern music videos start with, with Texas a rocking tea. chair. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a vibe. I mean, I get it. It's it's not for everyone, but it's it's definitely a thing that. I, I mean, I have a hard time even understanding like how it took over enough to get out of Texas. And I say that, and you know, we'll get, I guess we can get into that a little bit later. I think, I think Texas had two major runs and, you know, I think the first was ghetto boys and, and even to an extent, you know, uh, what's it called? UGK. Yeah. Yeah. So like those, those two groups were pretty, I mean, you know, influential in terms of shaping music and, shaping other people's ideas of what music could be in terms of hip hop and rap. I mean, even like Pimp C always say like, I don't rap. I do country rap tunes. It's like, I don't do hip hop. What's that? <laughs> and that dude was just such a unique character that he needed to do his country rap tunes. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do UGK. See, I guess to, to take it to the point of like who I can vibe with, I do feel like the ones that I can vibe with don't live in that 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 Texas sound. Like they have it there and it's there, but I feel like they're able to do more with it than some of the other ones. Like who? Because to me, it all sounds. I'm not gonna say it sounds the same, but there's obviously a very distinct Texas sound. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the major, maybe minus Scarface, consistently carry that sound. I'd say UGK also consistently carries that sound. Yeah. Bun B, maybe he branches out and he can he can do a little bit different stuff, but and, and I mean that's the first person that I was gonna mention was Bun B. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Bun B's probably uh I mean, I don't know if I he's up there in terms of like one of the artists, especially like I think Bun B, I mean, he has great solo project, but like he's one of those dudes where he's featured because he, for a while anyways, he would feature a lot on projects. And every time he was featured, I'd be like, okay, I need to make sure I check this out. Like I'm a big Bun B fan. I think, I think Bun B's verse on murder, like I've said it before in a previous episode, like I think that verse on murder is like one of the dopest verses in the history of hip hop. Uh, yeah, like and, and Bumby goes in, like it, and he. What track is it? Murder. What what album? It's a, U, it's a UGK track. Oh man. Okay. Uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. I'll, I mean, if it's not, if well, it's not the, the soundtrack. 
Yeah, exactly. If it's not on the soundtrack yet, it's, it's going up this week. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, and to your point, like, Bumby does branch out, but he brings it back at the same time. And I think that's kind of what I'm looking for, because I think one of my problems with the Texas sound is that it's it, it does sound similar and that a lot of the artists like keep it throughout the whole album every album and, and and to Chris's point they a lot of them do tend to sound alike the artists sound alike now maybe with one exception of um Toby uh, in Gidenway, what really kind of got me leading like doing the the homework for this episode is each region you know had their distinct sound i think new york's always been focused on lyrics west coast not so much but at some point west coast music developed lyrical rappers same with like other areas of the south it it was a struggle for me to try to find somebody in houston or just the general texas area who actually focused heavily on lyrics to the point that you may be is that it just they had that sound and nobody really tried to step away from that sound nobody tried to further that that sound it was just like all right we got beats we got some country hooks we're gonna ride this shit to the wheels fall off like, <laughs> don't, don't be trying to get fancy with your see, lyrics and shit gotta, we don't do I that gotta, down here see, i gotta disagree do with that. that i gotta disagree with that okay there's cats i mean bun b even like he he's focused yeah on bun b I mean, there's, there's, I would say there's probably not a plethora of them or not enough, but yeah, you know, like even, so even for me getting into like, on the, let's like flip the script and say like Ransom, his music sounds like a lot of other dudes. <laughs> he's hard to understand. Like he's hard for me to like hear just like his greatness, unless I'm really focused and sitting down and be like, Oh, okay. Like I understand why everyone on this, you know, in the CMB world is, it's all about ransom right now. <laughs> but on first take, I would be like, nah, it ain't for me. <laughs> do, do you mean from like the product the production? Production, or? sound, all of it. Like it, I could, it takes me a while to get into his lyrics. And I still would say like there's a lot of other music pieces that are he's missing, which I could see where you guys would come from and be like, Yeah, I can't get past, you know, uh chopped and screwed. I can't get past, you know, this country sound to get into like, oh, this guy does have lyrics. See. <laughs> <laughs> so like even like, and then there's a smaller group too. It's like, I, I couldn't, I'm with Chris though. I, I couldn't find enough artists like really that were like, I, I mean, I'm, I know I didn't do enough homework then. I'm sure there's plenty of dudes out there playing underground cats that are all, you know, spectrums of Texas, but what is highlighted is you know the guys we're going to talk about like the you know once we get in once we start breaking through the the legends and it's going to be like a <laughs> oh yeah slim thugs and paul walls and you know <laughs> i mean and i try i try to do the homework like c and i were talking uh before like mm. I, I i like clicked on some youtube videos and, and like googled that or i even googled best young rappers in texas yeah and I was like, okay. And then Kid Leroy? Was... No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw something else. I can't. I... <laughs> okay, we're known for our sidebars. But did we talk, did you? Did I send y'all this link that basically said Kid Leroy has more streams than Kendrick Lamar? No, but. I think you brought it up maybe. And I think I remember seeing the article. Uh... <laughs> what a fucking joke. Guys. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no comment. No comment. His audience is wider. Yeah. <laughs> for, for pop music, he's killing it. Yeah, man. Well, call it pop. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'm, don't, I'm calling it pop. We're like, calling du- it. Like double XL, stop, stop fucking putting up <laughs> articles about this fool. I knew hip hop. I man, y'all used to be my shit. Please stop putting up articles about this fool. Sidebar over. <laughs> like come on man but <laughs> back to the task at hand like right I, I mean i guess a lot of this goes to what we talked about way back in the very first episode like what brings you to an artist what brings you to music and i think like for me as i've you know just growing up 
uh, I mean, I very much probably would have just been into the sound, right? Like, mm. you know, when I was in high school, Lil John was popping, right? Did Lil John ever say anything actually that was of no? I don't know. I haven't gone back to listen to Lil no. John. No, he, he knew people you know? did though. <laughs> Put them but, on. But his production was <laughs> off the chain. Like, uh, it was wild. you know, and so like to your point about ransom like i don't know if in high school i would have appreciated an artist like ransom right just same way we talked about uh mf doom Mm. um but you know now when i listen to it you know you get some of those lines and you're like god damn like (laughs) he's he's saying some shit But, but, and I don't, I don't, there was not, again, Texas, I apologize. I lived in Texas at one point. Uh, I lived in Texas. Wild wild out here. (laughs) Don't, 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 don't spit in my Whataburger next time I'm down here. (laughs) All right. I do love me some Whataburger. We we did, in one of the deluxes, we gave Mm. mad props to Whataburger, right? (laughs) So <laughs> I love your barbecue, Texas. I love I love a lot of things y'all got going on. I fucking hate the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, you you have to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there was not so, one. no trade of truth. No Trey fans. No, no. I, no I actually no, I actually no. listened to Trey because you mentioned that in the thread. I listened to Trey just before we got on. I was like, uh, nah. Uh, nah. Damn. That's I crazy. tried, dog. I'm in Texas. I tried. I mean, I, I know you guys, you probably won't like zero. I like zero. No, uh, okay. Okay. Zero, I'm okay with. All right. I, I'm okay with because, and, and, his, and he goes against everything I, I preach about on this pod. Like, he, he even brags about being the first, like, hip hop singer, essentially. Yeah, there's a lot of hooks. You know, yeah. Say yeah. no, he carried it too. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I think I think his style, going back to the to the Bun B part, like his style is different enough. He's Texas Nate Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, the Texas Nate Dog. <laughs> like his style is different. Chris enough. is like shaking his head. He's I, Nate. Dog. Nate Dog is one of those names like you don't don't mess around with. Don't me. compare to like when who who is it that came out recently and said he was like the new age Nate Dog or something? It's like you don't sit your ass down. Like you don't bring up Nate Dog in comparisons. You don't bring up MJ in comparisons. You don't bring up Whitney Houston in comparisons. And Prince, we could throw Prince in there too. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Nate is Nate. Everybody else is trying to be Nate. Everybody else is <laughs> trying to reach Nate greatness. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he's he's he not just hooks. Nate Dog of the South. He's not I just hooks. Matt. He's not just hooks. He can rap too. <laughs> yeah. Doing, I mean, but I think he brings a, a certain realness. That that's just kind of that Scarface formula where it's, you know, he's just talking about different stuff. It might not be as slick and you know um layered in metaphors and you know all this like literary shit it's just straight up the thing i like about the thing i like about him is he does the like tune but he can like change up his patterns like he's he's an artist that can like change up his pattern mid-song and like make it like universal to that track so and i think that's one of the reasons i like him yeah so I got you. I, I, I was going no comment. Names. Yeah, I was just going through no, some names. no comment. I mean, yeah. I, I know, I know, Chris. You have to say something about Devin the dude. I do, I do. And obviously, I'm a Devin fan. <laughs> yeah, okay. obviously, I'm a Devin fan. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, come on, he's he's not the lyrical genius that. <laughs> no, but it, I guess going back to the earlier statement about how Houston rappers really don't deviate from the sound, Devin. If I had not have known, if it weren't for Wikipedia, I would you couldn't listen to Devin and say, oh, yeah, he's from Houston. I never would have gotten that vibe from his music, especially in comparison to like Scarface, UGK, Ghetto Boys, 
um, and some other well-known Houston area, Texas area rappers. Devin doesn't carry that sound at all. You don't think so? No. Oh, I mean, I'd say and, the first first album or two, it's it's got some some country rap tunes. <laughs> when I first heard Devin, I immediately the first thought that popped into my mind was California. Oh. Um, and I don't know why. I mean, obviously, Devin is very uh, influenced by uh, marijuana. <laughs> and I don't know why I equate or in the moment equated, you know, we yeah. was they on 2001, though. And maybe that might have been the first time you I mean, that was the first time I heard of Devin. Oh, no, no, no. I heard oh, it really? back in high school. Yeah. Okay. Um, his very first album. I mean, the fool had a track about going number two. And I'm <laughs> yeah, talking about shitting on rappers. Yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about literally going number two. So you did listen to Scarface. <laughs> I did listen to Scarface. I never okay. said I didn't. I, of course I listened to Scarface. Yeah, that was on that double disc, right? Homies, the double yeah. disc. <laughs> yeah, there's some wild tracks in there. I was playing that the other day and I was like, yeah. Lord, man, this shit is making me blush. <laughs> see what I can see is still one of my favorite tracks. And that was Devin the Dudes. Like, that's, I think that's how I knew we were going to be friends forever. First big few, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> You're trying to see what I can see. I didn't know that there were so many hoes around here. Yeah. You're acting <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's just something about how simple and I don't know, childish and just high schoolish his lyrics are sometimes that you know, I think there's a place for that in hip hop. <laughs> So when you heard See What I Can See, did, does that carry a Houston sound? Like, to me, it doesn't. I think so, because of how slowed it was and kind of like the vibe. It, it just didn't have, like, that hip-hop hit for me. Okay. You know, it's like uh, it didn't have the West Coast vibe and it didn't have the New York vibe. So it was like, what is this? Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. On a quick Scarface tangent, though, too, and it's when I think of Scarface, I mean, he's had a couple of projects that I really like that. uh Emetrus or Emetrus mm-hmm. in like t- 2008. That was a damn good project. Yeah. But the the verse, the line that comes to mind is when he was on Redman's track. Him, <laughs> Tretch. Yeah, and that, if that. he could rap like that all the time, <laughs> I'd be a huge Scarface fan. Because <laughs> that verse is just brutal, dog. Yeah, just nasty. Was, I don't know who he was saying that about, but man. <laughs> that was a rough one <laughs> and he did it in that Scarface fashion where he's like damn I know you're really talking about somebody like, like this isn't like a generic <laughs> this is about John <laughs> fucking John <laughs> may have to throw that song onto the soundtrack right <laughs> bad, bad. right Matt, who else, who else you got on that list? So then I guess we got to go into, uh, you know, back in the 2000s when we had uh, Mike Jones and those 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 guys. <laughs> but that sound, I mean, you got you can't deny that sound penetrated the mainstream. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. I mean, better it was like, yeah, Paul Wall and, you know, uh, I mean, Chameleon to a lesser extent. I, I've always tried with Chameleon. He's just never been an artist for me. But I can. Get I hate. I hate this. I. And I was just gonna say, and I was like, I'm probably gonna catch some heat for this, given what I've said or haven't said about Scarface or some or UGK. I like Paul Wall. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's got, <laughs> uh, out of all of them, that's has got Bugs Bunny's lunch in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he does say some slick stuff. He does. <laughs> you he know really that. Does. Even on that Toby track you don't like, I still think it's like it's very Paul Wall esque. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Paul Wall, man? Did he? No, I mean, we just said like he's on with Toby. Like he's still yeah, rapping. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's just being a Houston legend. <laughs> yeah, I'll, he actually has a 2020 project out that I tried listening to uh, before yeah. we jumped on. Um, and it's it's typical Paul Wall. One thing I will say is Paul Wall has not grown i guess yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounds exactly the same yeah like his product is exactly the same like is this 2000 is this 2020 or is this 2000 like yeah. i can't tell get your mind correct get your mind correct controversial sales that paul wall yeah. but, uh, he had a run yeah so he had a he had a project with uh static selector which i'm pretty sure like static selector might be now the if you need a career revive go yeah. to static yeah, for real. Like you ain't shit unless you got a static album. <laughs> no, I just saw. I just caught 
a static select static selective crooked eye album yeah and yeah. i yeah i had no idea it came out what two three years ago or something like that mm-hmm. like yeah. i had no idea yeah he's got one with uh yeah bumby i think we were talking about yeah real static and which Jack. is like yeah like the first couple of tracks is like <laughs> good lord because let me let me check this real quick live live while we're on air because i want to say he just dropped something else like fairly recently too oh yeah the balancing act oh yeah 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 he dropped that yeah like uh, the old Khaled kind of projects where he had a bunch of different artists on there but it was him yeah he's got uh thought Nas, that I think that's the Nas and Badass collab everyone yeah. was looking for. It is. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Static's been sneaky, man. I think he's from mm-hmm. Boston. So that's kind of when I first heard about him. It was like just trying to find some Boston artists or Massachusetts artists. Yeah. And he's been doing his thing for a minute. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he has a, he has an album with Paul. Um, it, it makes Paul sound current. <laughs> It's like this farthest reaching Paul Wall album you ever get. <laughs> I might have to check that out. Yeah. I, like, I like Paul Wall. It's it's a 2019, so it's like it's interesting because it did keep Paul alive for me because his latest projects, I'm like, eh, I could live without those. But that one, and then uh he's got like what is it, Houston Oiler and Slab God. Those are like kind of in the middle, uh 2015, 2016. So they're pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give it up to Paul because he, he did his yeah. thing for a while. And what got me going on this, like, I guess this is really kind of like my doing that we had to <laughs> force you guys to talk about a region all, all suspect like you are. <laughs> well, truthfully, it was like, I, I don't, like, I don't, again, seek out Houston, but I'm thinking to myself, I was like, maybe I'm sleeping. Maybe Matt knows something. I don't know. Maybe Matt's putting me on game. And he didn't find it. He didn't. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was worth a shot. <laughs> I mean, hey. so that that last project I sent you guys, uh, UGK, um, not UGK, but uh, Bun B Bun with L E dollar sign. That was good. Yeah, it was pretty decent. And uh, I guess that's what I was looking for more of. More of those artists. That I'm like, who are those artists that are out there? I know they're out there. It's just I just couldn't find them in this time. I'm gonna keep looking, but yeah, there was one. There's one dude I found that that was. Uh, I, I I could I could get behind this sound, and I couldn't. I can't. I, I mean, I might be butchering his name, but Killer Kylon. Oh yeah, that's what got me on this whole thing. Okay, yeah. there you go. Because he did a project with Slim Thug, and I've never been a huge Slim Thug fan. Yeah, but you brought it up in the last episode. Yeah, that that this 2020 album, they've got some bangers on there. Like so, <laughs> for, but... specifically for the car, and you can hear. <laughs> and, but Killer Kylon, I mean, he's he's got a voice that carries yeah yeah that yeah. dude can rap and he's, no, sure. i want to say he's like fairly like young or maybe he's not young but he hasn't had that many projects out no he, like he doesn't major project he's a lot of mixtapes a lot of like like real mixtapes where it's like og ron c cutting up killer kyle young's features <laughs> you know so <laughs> like, he, has this, he has this one in 2018 candy paint and texas plates yeah that was that was pretty nice. He did, he's, but but to go back to your point about Slim Thug, I actually what stood out to me was how different they were. Like to, to kind of go back to the point that I was making about like people stepping outside of that Texas sound. Like Slim Thug, you know, has a Slim Thug sound, and Kanye kind of comes in over top of that. And like you said, his voice carries. And then, like, he goes in on a lot of those, that Texas sound, but he goes in. Like, his his, his cadence is different. His voice is different. Uh, but he's uh, he's legit. Like, I was, I was, I was, uh, out of this whole project, like, he was the dude that, like, really stood, stood out to me. Well, and I was going to say, too, I had a similar thought with the Bun B and, and LES project. Because, I mean, Bun B, you get what you expect from Bun B, but then LES starts rapping. I was like, oh, shit, this dude can rap. Right. So <laughs> I, I jumped right off that project. And I was like, all right, let's see what else you got. Spotify, nothing. I was like, mm-hmm. 
damn it. I was surprised too. I had to go into mixtapes and I was like, okay, he has some mixtapes, but I was yeah. like, damn, Spotify, you slipping. <laughs> <laughs> <I> got you. <laughs> yeah, just to see, they had two very different sounds. So it's interesting that they decided to make a project together. And sometimes that works. I mean, sometimes that's what you need. So, right. Yeah. I mean, that, that was very much the thing with Kali on it. So I need to check that LES because I didn't, I haven't dove, dove into that one yet. Yeah. But, I mean, but I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. I don't mind the sound of Texas. To me, it's just there's so much of it. And there's not enough, there's, there, there's not enough variances of that sound. And I think that's my biggest issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was why everybody, nobody would deviate from the sound. Everything, and again, I don't want to make it sound like they all sound alike, but they they share a lot more similarities than they do differences. Um, and you would figure somebody would be like, all right, I'm going to keep this Houston music sound, and I'm going to change the rap. And nobody has really kind of stepped out of the box and done that, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I can see and, that. And, and, <laughs> Again, Texas don't. Well, you know what? Come at us, I guess. At this you point, come at those two. <laughs> <laughs> but I almost good, felt like <laughs> I almost felt like this. To me, the sound was uh, the more Texas you sound, the better, right? Like in, okay. instead instead of that variance. Yeah, and there's something to be said too about Texas. Like New York has that swag. Like they make a habit of saying i'm from new york texas carries that same kind of pride yeah. so it's almost like you say like with the drawl or with like how they present it it's meant to be deliberately and out front mm-hmm. texas yeah. like they, they don't shy away from that at all like texas where everything's bigger better you know all the little mottos and silly ass shit that they say right so, I mean, <laughs> every cover they got swangers you know they got yeah the, right. know, like slim thug and it's like this is 2020 slim thug this <laughs> guy <laughs> Like a caddy with the big old longhorns. <laughs> the, the Cadillac is on the probably eighty percent of album covers. <laughs> I mean, we talking horns that double the size of the car. <laughs> and Matt, since I know you're really, you know, deep into Texas music, I'm curious because, like, with some states, like you get into New York, and some boroughs sound different than other boroughs. Or you go to New uh, Cali and you know how they rap in Compton is different than how they rap in you know L.A. or Long Beach or whatever else. Texas doesn't seem to have that distinction. Like it's Houston, oh. and then like does Austin have rappers? Does you know South I'm Padre sure. Island have rappers? I'm sure like, they like, do. <laughs> uh, but I know there is like some beef Dallas between Texas, like between the Houston rappers, like North Texas versus South Texas. Uh, screwed up click versus uh, Swisher House. So, I mean, they got their own internal, you know, issues. I mean, <laughs> even Paul Wall and Chameleon there, they had to do an album. They just didn't sound like they liked each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's one of the, one of those, The I think it is the controversy sells. I think the thing was with that album is that it's like Chameleon didn't want to release it or something, and he was talking shit about the guys that were doing it, him and Paul Wall and the other guy, and the other guy was like, I'm putting this out. And he's gonna call it controversy sells, and he's talking shit about Chameleon the whole whole album. <laughs> the whole album he's talking shit about. <laughs> the first thing he said, like he's on there, he's like, "Yeah, man, you were telling me." He's giving this whole story, and at the end of the story, he's like, "What you gonna do is respect my gangster, okay?" <laughs> I, it's it's too funny. <laughs> it's so Texas. <laughs> oh shit. That is a good question, though. I mean, I mean, I guess the yeah, the north and the south. I mean, I I wouldn't say like I'm heavy, heavy into it, but I know that they got like their own sound a little bit, or they claim to. I'm sure if you listen to it enough, similar to like how you could probably tell like a New York artist maybe from a Jersey artist. But that's what I'm saying is like I don't know if I can. And a lot of the artists I found were all kind of concentrated in Houston, Mm. so I'd be curious. Is like all right, if somebody blew up out of Dallas and maybe there is a guy. And if I'm, I'm overlooking you, my apologies, but I'd be curious if that Dallas sound is different than that Houston sound or that Austin sound Mm. or or, wherever else in Texas. I don't really fuck with Texas like that, but (laughs) if there's another locale in Texas, Fort Worth, 
different. <laughs> there we go. That's what I was. I was trying to think of a name, and it just wasn't fuck geography. But <laughs> there was. If it sounds like Houston, it because right. it all just seems to sound like Houston. Maybe it's because it's all from Houston. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I, I would be down to. I, I still would want to like try to find out more about it. This this project sparked me in, to think like there's got to be more artists that I'm not missing or missing out on. No doubt. So, yeah. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> I'm gonna try and do some deep dives to see what I can find. And maybe once we you know garner up the hate that should have come from this episode, <laughs> uh, maybe they'll be like, "Oh, how'd you overlook this dude?" Or Here's my little cousin, and he, he's pretty dope. And I'm like, all right. You don't fuck with Ray Ray and Kari Mo? Yeah. But for real, though, I mean, like, if you're from Texas, if you got a boy in Texas that's doing his thing, send him our way. I mean, I, I definitely, definitely. I want to hear it. Like, we, we're all here for good music. And, and, and I guess I should clarify, like, I'm not – it's not necessarily that the Texas sound is not good music. I just, it's, it's not for me. And yeah, I mean, it, it's the Texas sound. It, it someday should be proud of, right? Because it, it did make its way out in, 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 in a way, in a world, I guess, that uh, didn't really probably want to accept it initially. Um because you see, I you see Bieber with diamonds in his mouth, you know where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that that was isn't that well how Paul Wall started? Wasn't that what he Gross. was doing? That's one of his yeah. hustles. Yeah, hustler. Yeah, no four hundred one k for a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Wall told me that. <laughs> Paul Wall paper. <laughs> 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 I will say though, B to your point, is it's props too to for Texas for having a distinct sound. Cause I find myself doing this all the time and I don't know about y'all. But for one, Colorado doesn't have much of a rap scene. And if it were, what would our sound be? And I'm just kind of like, I don't Black think fishing. we we couldn't have a sound. We can have no man. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna rap about snowboarding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they did. I mean, there's some <laughs> I don't fuck with that. Uh, which one am I talking about? Am I talking about the slow or am I talking about Coke? You never know. <laughs> Double entendres. But uh <laughs> Snow Bunnies. Yeah. Texas has a very distinct sound and it definitely stands out from everything else in hip hop. So I definitely gotta give them props there. But uh yeah, to your point, B, as I I I find myself not a fan of it, and we're not all going to like the same music. It's impossible. Yeah. So there's just going to be moments where you're just like, eh, you know. I don't fuck with it. Yeah. I mean, we probably thrown some artists out, and people would be like, "Yeah, I don't really fuck with it." Okay, that's cool. To each day on. So you know, keep doing your thing, Houston, uh, Texas, wherever else, Dallas, Austin, Fort Austin, Austin. San Antonio. Yeah, you're doing your thing. Do you? Uh, I don't forget about San Antonio. San Antonio. Damn. <laughs> uh, I, all that being said, we will throw a couple tracks onto the soundtrack. Because there's oh. definitely enough there to to occupy the soundtrack, to okay. help enhance the soundtrack, which only gets better every week. Oh yeah, run CMB playlist just in case y'all forgot. That's a good. Uh, one. <laughs> uh, so let's let's. Uh, I guess. Do y'all want to plot for next week? Do we want to? I mean, is this? Are we? Are we doing the thing? The ten albums, the top ten albums, is, is now the time. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's hard. That's it's gonna be a live conversation. That's, that's gonna be heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was I was talking to my wife about this earlier. Like, I don't know about child, but I think most of the albums are gonna be older because I don't even know like. How many recent albums since I don't know five ten years did I listen to a full album? How do you know if it's the greatest album if you haven't listened to it for more than five years? Well, no, I'm saying within the last five years. I know, like, I mean, how could it be? 
Oh, it's got to stand up for five yeah. plus years at least. Yeah, there can't be an album that came out last year. That's all yeah, that right. Is. This is the greatest yeah. album. Like, how? No, <laughs> no but I, but I'm just talking about like how we listen to music now. Like, I don't know. I, I find it hard to listen to a full album these days. I have a relatively new one, and by relatively new, I mean like early, you know, 2010, 12, yeah. that that area. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the math point. Yeah, it can't be last year. It can't be two years ago. <laughs> it's just hard. Uh, yeah, how could it be? <laughs> yeah. Even so if it I, is the greatest album, it's it didn't have long enough to live to yeah. to prove to me that it's the greatest album. No doubt. So I mean, you gotta take down some some Jay Z, some some Drake. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> just playing B. <laughs> My, I, I think we should do a two part. I think we should do six through ten next week, or ten to six, and then five to five to one the week after. Because I think for for all of us to get through ten, it, it'll be pretty lengthy. Okay. So, I can vibe with that. I can vibe with that. But so yeah, yeah, audience, get ready. <laughs> I'm sure it, it, it'll it'll be interesting. And C says something couple of weeks ago that's really stood out to me is like the different tastes in our music. Like when you listen to a soundtrack, you can hear like, you yeah. know, like who added what song to the soundtrack. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I think this, this one will be probably a lot of like, Oh, that's, I have that at three. You have that at six. Like there'll yeah. probably be a lot of that too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think we're going to have a quite a few different albums. I guarantee we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot to pick from them, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get ten artists. I know, man. I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous that I'm gonna leave something out that I that I wanted on there, but I just <laughs> like like I don't know. It's gonna be tough. Check but, and check and check again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for, but definitely looking forward to it. So make sure y'all catch us next week with that. And before we. Get into the what you're rocking to this week. Remember, we're trying to be your number one podcast in 2021. In order to do that, we need you to tell your peoples about us. Not only tell them about the show itself, but tell them about our socials, CMB underscore run on Twitter. And then, of course, run CMB podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. And then tell them when they listen to the show to tell their peoples about us. That's what we need. No doubt. So, we wrap it up like we do every week, updating the soundtrack with what you're rocking to. See what you got for us this week. I got a couple of nice ones. Um, so I threw this one out in the chat, and this is actually a whole project, but I think it was a couple of weeks back. I was talking about Jay Gramps, and I was like, yeah, he's got some potential. I don't know if I'm a co-sign dude just yet, but he got some potential. So now him and Smoke Dizza got a project out, and it's pretty nice. Now, and he's not rapping on every track. Some tracks are Smoke Dizza and another guest appearance. The track I threw into the chat is just straight Jay Grams, and I'm like, okay, he's he's. I, I think I'll, I'm comfortable in my position now. I think oh boy, he's gonna be something nice. He's gonna be something nice. Uh, so I'll throw a couple of tracks off of that project, and then I stumbled across this gym. So. Old Dirty Son, Method Man's son, and Ghostface's son wow. have a project together under Inspector Deck's apparent production company called Second Generation Woo. This is excellent. <laughs> this is nice. excellent news. <laughs> and it just dropped today. Okay. It, it is nice. And I was just like, okay. This okay. Is, so this it's is great news. Almost the passing of the baton. Is, yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. yeah is it a dope. group? Uh, group. So, so their group, okay. So is is their group is old, and I I my bad for not jotting down the names and shit, but um they got unique names. I mean, old dirty son, I think it's called Young Dirty yeah, Bastard or something dirty. like that. Yeah, um, but Ghostface's son and and Method Man's son, their names are unique, so I I didn't jot them down. But it's those three in the group is called Second Generation Wolf, uh, and the name of the project is called Hereditary. Which, oh, nice. Is, yeah. It is dope, nice. and it's it's inspected deck on the production, and it's it's it has a very woo sound. 
Yeah, it's I nice. bet it does. I bet it it's does. Nice. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm excited yeah. for. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. <laughs> That's what you could expect from the Run CMB soundtrack. Right. That's Most what we're real. talking about. Most definitely. Real. All right, new. What you got? Oh man, well, uh, not too much really. I mean, that it, it's going to be a lot of Texas stuff. So, um, whether it be that LE dollar sign, um, you know, uh, look, I, I, I almost forgot to mention them. Um, you remember Scarface, the product? Did you yeah. ever hear that album? I mean, those guys. I, I was listening to them the other day, and I was like, this album's great. <laughs> like, I need to put some of this on here. <laughs> so it'll be some of that kind of stuff, really. Um, I was con- contemplating, like, I don't think we talked about how great of a year Hit Boy had, but man, that dude had a year in terms yes. of production. So yeah. we're going to have to do one of these producers, one of, like a producer special or something, just talk about, like, you know, what goes into it, who they who they work with, what we liked about it, how yes. it brought us out. But I could probably, I might throw some Hit Boy tracks on there just because, I mean, he has so many, and then he has his own half a mil and he has hit boy albums it's like man this dude nothing all he does is work <laughs> we brought it up in the chat and you guys yeah. were saying hit boy was the producer of 2020 and i i respectfully disagreed <laughs> and said I mean, it was yeah, alchemist yeah. yeah okay i mean that's yeah. that's <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna be upset with <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can definitely, I mean, we just spent, yeah. what, five minutes on static, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, we can definitely break down the producers and who they're working with. And to your point, new that you brought up earlier, like reviving careers, because, I mean, there's absolutely some of that. Yeah. So, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I I got a couple, a couple a couple cats that I like just got onto this week um, that I'm excited about. Uh, Rome streets. Yeah. I came across him. Hmm. I think actually in a ransom thread, somebody, somebody was like, yeah, Rome streets is doing this thing. And dude, dude's, dude's pretty nice. Like he's, he's got, uh, he's got a track or an album. I think this one's this year uh, called Contraband or well, 2020. I okay. say. And uh, it, it's legit. So that one came out December of 2020. Um, okay. But this, uh, he's got one from 2019. That's, that's pretty nice too. And uh, the, the song on there, this 96, 96 naughty windbreaker shit is that's 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 gym, that's gym music. Yeah, that sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, dude's wild. He, he's every album cover. He's got the razor in his mouth. So he's yeah. And they still do that shit. I know, right? He's 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 got his theme. That's his thing, dog. That's his theme. <laughs> but uh, but dude goes in. He goes in. So I have to throw some of that. Uh, Rain 910 or Rain 910. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Rain and then he, the number is 910. So I'm going to call it 910. Uh, oh, damn, dog. You got a little dirt on your collar from all them rabbit holes you've been down. <laughs> I know, dog. I know. I know right? uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, I caught him. He he was on 38 Special's uh, album um, on the 92 track. And he you know, stole the show there. So I was like, all right, just hit that view artist and, and see what we got. And so, yeah, he's got a couple tracks. So I have to uh, throw that on there. This dude, Liam Tracy, he's not, I went down his rabbit hole. His rabbit hole wasn't as impressive, uh, but he's got a song uh, that I want to throw in there. I think, how did I find this fool? Damn, he might have been. Uh, uh, well, I bring that up because he might have been a static selector. Like I think he was. I think he was on a producer's, um, you know, one of their albums where they, mm-hmm. they threw a bunch of cats on there. So I think that's how I found him. And I want to say it was static selector that I found him on. Damn, uh, man, dig it. 
Yeah. Like at some point, I'm going to think you just start making up names. Right. <laughs> like I, I fact checked you a few times. Like, all right. yeah. like okay, he's a real rapper. Yo, y'all real, heard a little dip? Little dip, man. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then my last one, I got to give a shout out to Crook. Uh, I've talked about Crook before. I didn't realize how busy this fool actually is, man, because he's he's been Spotify fucking up. You know, I follow Crook. Why aren't you sending me this family business shit that he's been working on? But they just dropped an album or a song today called Skip the Ad. And uh, it's produced by him. They be saying some wild shit throughout the whole, the whole yeah. song, um, and so I de- I want to dive more into family business because uh, I haven't given that enough. But it sounds like it's like it's Crook's boy, like he's it's okay. a Crook that Crook's putting on. Okay. Um, and Crook tends to 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 close the show, but man, I can't remember the exact closing bar that Crook has on this, but I've just come to realize. Like Crook saves his best for last. His walk-off bars are are yeah. are far fucking wild. I've definitely noticed that about him. Yeah, he, he, he likes always to drop goes. the mic. Yeah, <laughs> he's like out the park, out. Exactly, <laughs> the Vlad Guerrero. <laughs> exactly, man. He he builds it up to that last bar, and you're like, damn, God like. Damn. It, <laughs> And so, yeah, he, he said some wild shit at the end here. And then, uh, so, yeah, there's lots, lots of diving this week. So definitely make sure you check out, check out the soundtrack and, and get the updates, man. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for y'all to dive into some of these new cats because I was, I was pretty impressed by some of their work, for sure. So I'll be good. <laughs> good to hear hear some feedback so fans make sure y'all check it out tell you people's not only about this not only about the podcast but about the soundtrack you can lead them in with the soundtrack if you like because uh i mean it definitely tells the story of the episodes so uh some we're very proud of and, and look forward to every week so be sure to check that out tell you people's about the soundtrack in itself and then tell them about the pod and then don't forget to check out the deluxe. No idea what we're talking about this week. Rarely <laughs> do I know what we're talking about on the deluxe. Yep. We just freestyling. But uh it's it's always something wild. And definitely looking forward to that. So and then of course next week, 10 through 6. Best albums. Man. Yep. That I don't know. I have no idea what you guys are gonna come with. So I'm looking that one's gonna be heated. <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel like I'm gonna rattle off my chin, no problem. Next gonna be like a three hour conversation, probably. <laughs> that, that's why I said we gotta we gotta do five at a time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I there's there's I like I have to legit do homework. I think I know what my number one is, but like Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like I gotta re-listen to all these, yeah, make exactly. sure they're the ordering's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. some line notes. <laughs> Get my yeah, argument yeah. points correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you def- we definitely gonna have to come with it next week, right? <laughs> so make sure y'all check it out. Take people's if they want to catch the first episode of Run CMB. Make sure that's the one. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.